The most conventional way to hunt deer is to be still and silent, in a tree or on the ground. But you can also be successful walking and hunting, also known as still hunting. On this episode, we're going to talk about the top strategies, tactics, techniques, and things you need to keep in mind to be successful walking on the ground. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about still hunting. How in the world do you do this thing? More importantly, how do you be successful? Anybody can walk around with a rifle or a crossbow, but how do you actually take deer doing this? Well, It's true that being in a tree or being in a blind are essentially easier, more efficient, more effective ways of hunting deer in most circumstances. Not all, just most. There are times where still hunting can be very effective and there are situations and circumstances where it could be more effective depending on where you're at and what's going on. So how do you make the decision to hunt walking or to hunt sitting? Well, two things really. Number one, personal preference. If, if you cannot stand the idea of sitting still, sitting in a tree, sitting in a blind, leaning against a tree, whatever it might be, and, but you still want to hunt deer, well, still hunting is the, it's the alternative. It's the other way, it's the other way you can do it. The other is what kind of terrain and situation and habitat do you have available? You know, if you have you know, great deer trails and you've got trees set around there and you're able to, to hunt from a tree, you know, that may definitely be a more effective way for you to hunt. But depending on where you're at, maybe you've got long winding trails through hills and mountain country of thick brush. Maybe there are no trees around. Maybe you got a lot of ground you can cover. In situations like that, still hunting may indeed be more effective and more efficient because trees aren't available and there's not places where you have long distances you can see from hunting blinds or well-defined trails so covering ground may actually be a more effective solution personally i find myself that um, hunting from a tree or in a blind where i'm able to hunt is better and more effective until i get antsy and get tired of sitting Maybe it's not always, uh, you know, the first, second, or third hunt of the season, but eventually I might get tired of sitting, and I'm ready to just take a walk about. I'm ready to go see what I can see. Got to stretch, maybe got to warm up, maybe got to go get something to eat, or go use the uh, facilities, for lack of a better term, and all right, let's go. Grab the weapon, and let's take a walk and see what we can see. Now, still hunting, and of course, I don't know why they call it still hunting. You're not still, you're moving, but you're trying to be still while moving. Uh, You know, there's probably a good reason somewhere in in how this phrase got started with, but it's kind of blind to us today. But the whole idea of walking and hunting is absolutely legitimate. So what do you need to do to be successful walking and hunting? All right. So there's three main factors, three main factors that you want to look at and play and keep in mind if you're going to try the walk and hunt. 
Number one, the wind. Nothing matters more than the wind. Nothing matters more than the wind. I'm going to say it again. There's nothing that is more important that matters more than the wind for still hunting. Number two and three, don't, I'm not, it doesn't matter what you do with those if you mess up the wind. You have to play the wind. And it's real simple. You want to walk into the wind. You want to, whichever ways the wind's blowing, you want to turn until you're walking into it or at least walking into it at an angle. That is the number one thing you can do to improve your odds of success. You must walk into the wind. If you're walking downwind, you're going to be busted instantly. Number two, stealth. You must be stealthy. You have to be quiet. Now, you don't have to be completely and totally quiet. You don't have to be 100% quiet. Not that you could be. A lot of people think maybe they can be, but you just need to be no more noisy than another deer. See, deer know there's other deer around. They expect other deer to be around. And if you can at least be no more noisy than another deer and not make noise that's different from another deer, you've got a really good chance if you're playing the wind. Now, if a deer hears something and they can smell you, it's over. They're gone. You'll never know they were there. If a deer hears something that sounds like another deer and they don't smell anything, they may not change what they're doing at all. They may stop and look, which is almost exactly what you want to happen. You need to be very, very thoughtful in your steps where you're walking. You know, where's the best places to walk? Old logging trails, areas that are cleared, um, gas line roads, trails, anything that you can walk through without making a lot of noise. Just walking right through heavy brush or things like that can be tough. But again, all you have to do is not make more noise than a deer walking through the same stuff. Um, you know, open hardwoods and things like that. Those can be all right. But, you know, you uh, what you really want to do is play terrain to your advantage. So if you can crest a hill, if you can come around, you know, a bend or, or get to a point where you can look down into a valley... That's going to be some of your best points and situations. You know, you just walking straight on flat ground forever is going to be more difficult than if you can come up and use the terrain to your advantage. So what that what that's going to mean is <clears throat> you're making noise walking up. But there, you know, you crest the hill. Until you crest the hill, your noise is going to be very minimal in terms of what can be heard from on the other side of the hill. And you're going to sound a lot more like a deer. Once you crest the hill, then, you know, all of your noise and all of your sound is going to be able to be heard by whatever's on the other side, and you're also going to be able to be seen. So deer sitting on the top of a hill, browsing on some acorns or whatever, you crest that hill. If you see him before he sees you, you've got a shot. You come around a bend through some thick cover, and you can look into an open area. You want to be super quiet. As you're coming around that bend and you want to be able to, to glass that area, look around that area without making any noise that would draw attention to you to see if you can catch a deer hanging out there and you've got a chance.
Number three is you have to be ready. You have to be ready. If you're walking around with your rifle over your shoulder, your chances are going to be slim. You need to walk with a rifle in hand. I like to walk with my rifle with the, the stock in my shoulder pointed down. Hands in position. All I have to do is pop the safety and draw it up and pull the trigger. I can literally shoot within two seconds. And you may have no more time than that. So you want to be walking around. You start coming up over a hill. You start coming around a bend. You start getting close to a clearing. You want to be at the ready. Your arms should be sore the next day because you're holding this rifle or crossbow at the ready. You know, you're not, you don't have it up shouldered because you just can't keep it up there very long. But you, you, you know, the muzzle's pointed down, but the stock is in your shoulder. So you can lift it up without making any noise, without any thought, pop the safety off and take your shot. That's what you want to be able to do. Now, I don't mention vertical bow because that's tough. That is really tough to hunt, to still hunt with a vertical bow. And this is the new hunter's guide. And on the new hunter's guide, I do not recommend new hunters even attempt that. Um, Because if you were excellently skilled and you're a fantastic marksman with the bow and you can draw and point of aim and you can, you know, you can be swift and quick on your feet and be super stealthy to sneak up within 20 yards of a deer, well, then you're not a new hunter. (laughs) You are, you are well experienced and seasoned and skilled and chances are you already know most of this stuff anyway. But new hunters, bow or crossbow or rifle, and you want to be at the ready. You have to always be ready. I cannot tell you how many deer I could have shot if I had been walking ready, which is why I now always walk ready. If I'm in the woods, I'm hunting. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. 
And unless I'm hiking before or after dark, I almost never have the have a rifle over my shoulder when I'm walking through the woods. If it's legal shooting hours and I'm walking, I'm hunting. I am if I'm if I'm on my way to or from a tree stand, if I'm going from one stand to another, if I'm whatever I'm doing, if it's legal shooting hours, I'm walking with a rifle in hand, most likely with the stock in my shoulder and the muzzle pointed at the ground. All I got to do is draw and shoot. Now, there's some other factors that are not as big as those ones, right? So number one, the wind. Number two, um, quiet. Number three, ready. Other things might be using natural noise to your advantage. So you wait till the wind blows and makes a bunch of noise and ruckus, and then you walk. Uh, in a lot of ways, it's easier to hunt the still hunt on windy days because the wind is making noise, which covers your noise, and you, and also makes a lot of movement with in the trees and in the leaves and in the branches. So it covers your noise and it covers your movement. So days that are slightly to moderately windy, I think are maybe the best days to still hunt. So a lot of people. Um, you know, they, they, they get stuck into this traditional hunting mindset. Got to be out in the woods before dawn. Got to sit there, you know, hunt until noon or the whole day or whatever it is. That's not the way it has to be. You know, you want to still hunt? If you have the right, if you have a, a nice windy day and you've got the right wind in the right direction, get there, pull up at around, you know, 9, 10 o'clock, hop out of your car, load up head right into the wind into the woods and you know walk your trail for an hour two hours if you don't see anything you just walk back that's all hey get in your car and leave you have a decent chance if you have the right wind and you have a lot of wind to cover your sound and, and your your movement and you walk around ready you know you after your Saturday morning you're like yeah I'm gonna sleep in it's gonna be a nice windy morning I'm just gonna head out do some still hunting if you can cover a couple miles, you don't even need miles. You just need the right terrain. You know, if a mile can be enough. You, if you just have the right terrain, cover it slowly, very slow, and just looking. You know, pause every now and then and just look around real slow. Look, glass everything. See what you can see. Wait, listen. So many times. You know, if I'm hunting turkey or I'm hunting something other than deer, I could have taken deer while walking around. It's just, that's just the way it is. Now, you're more likely to find does or young bucks than you are mature bucks still hunting. A lot more difficult to take mature bucks while you're on the ground walking around. They're just so wary. That said, I've seen some that I could have shot had it been deer season. You know, I've been fall turkey hunting and just heading through the woods and, you know, boom, there's a beautiful buck. Could have had a shot at it, um, but that wasn't the season and there's nothing I could have do. So you want to just keep in mind, you know, this, these can be non-traditional hunts. I think the morning works maybe a little better than the afternoon, um, certainly better than midday, but still. Midday can work okay. Any the, Whatever time you have to get out in the woods for an hour, two, or three and just walk around into the wind, playing the weather, doing what you can do to cover, you know, to cover your tracks, to, 
to cover your scent, to cover your noise, to cover your movement, you can really have some effectiveness. You know, last year I took a deer still hunting. I was in the blind all morning. It was about noon, 12.30. I decided, oh, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go and relieve myself, get a snack, take a walk around, maybe go check a trail camera I had on the other side of the property. I figured midday is a good time. Um, you know, most deer bedded down. So I'm walking. Of course, though, I'm walking with a rifle in my arm because, hey, that's uh there i might run into something while i'm walking i saw a deer about 80 yards out nibbling on some some green grass on a on a little hilltop and then it saw me but just ever so gently trotted off behind the hill i'm like that deer didn't run it's still around so i decided i was going to go around the hill on the other side see if i could get close enough to get a shot while i start going around the hill on the other side i spot another deer standing there at the bottom of the hill and this one didn't see me and it actually sat down and I I duped down and and I got a little bit closer and I got within uh, a good line of sight better range and then it popped up saw me uh, but it was too late because I already drew my rifle to my shoulder because I was walking with it in my shoulder pulled the trigger that thing was over before the deer can make a decision to, to run or not but if I wasn't ready, if I wasn't walking with it in hand, if I had to pull it off my shoulder and and load around and do this other stuff, you know, there would have been no chance. So you have to you have to be ready. You know, I've got a friend, I think the last two or three years, he's gotten his buck walking around. One year just walking into the wood, just parked his car, got out. I don't think he made it a hundred yards into the wood. Boom, buck just walks out in front of him pulls up and shoots why because he's ready he's ready year before that he sat in the in the in the blind all morning it was raining the rain stopped he decided he was going to stretch and take a walk goes a couple hundred yards crusts up on top of a hill boom buck standing right there pull it up draw done why because he was ready you gotta be ready so Still hunting, you can absolutely be successful. You can have fun. Don't allow yourself to just be pulled into this mindset of the only way to hunt is to sit. The only way to hunt is is to sit in a tree or sit in a blind. You can hunt walking around. Your chances of success, I do think, are going to be a little lower than if you had a blind or if you had a tree stand in the right spot. But you know what? If you hate that kind of hunting... It doesn't matter if it's a little more effective. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're tired or sore or bored and you're not enjoying your hunt anymore, it doesn't matter if that style or technique is a little more effective. If you have fun walking around, then do it. But do it strategically. Do it doing with, with, with the, the techniques that can make you more effective with that style of hunting. And intentionally go out and hunt on days that have the right weather and the right wind and you're in the right frame of mind in the right zone just to hunt like that. I mean, almost every time I have gone into the woods for anything, you know, I was crow hunting just a a week or two back and, you know, well, this was recorded well before deer season, but I was crow hunting just a week before I recorded this. And while we're there, boom, we, there was a deer at 30, 40 yards. 
You know, I've been out pheasant hunting. Could have shot a couple of deer. More than a couple, maybe. I've been out almost every time I go into the woods. And here's the thing. I just walk quietly now. Even when I'm covering ground, I'm still walking quietly. I've just... I'm not running. I'm I'm always walking, trying to be thoughtful, trying to be mindful, trying not to disturb whatever game I'm after. And even when I'm pheasant hunting and purposely making noise, trying to or you know uh, push pheasants out of the brush, I've seen deer that I could have taken walking around. So there are definitely opportunities, even on public land, you can hunt like this, and especially during rifle season when there's a lot of people out. You know, this can actually be a little bit more effective, although it's a little more dangerous. Make sure you're wearing enough orange. But it can, uh, you know, because people are pushing deer, deer are moving more, and you can pick them off. So I hope this episode's helpful for you guys. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com, to check out the show notes. Lots of other episodes and tips on deer hunting. Please subscribe. Please rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're able to. Send me an email. I'd love to hear your questions. Um, You can find all that on the website. Till next time, God bless you guys, and go get them in the woods.